What's up, Highline Nation? Coming at you with a another episode of the Highline. Coming at you with episode 53. Going to be talking about the dirt race at Bristol. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the spring race outlook moving forward, whether or not we going to be continuing on the dirt or not, what our thoughts are on that. And we're also going to be talking about Colleg and Hamlin penalties and how they affect the rest of the year. Yeah, and then as soon as Hendrick gets out of the doghouse, they get put right back in it with penalties from William Byron and Alex Bowman last weekend at Richmond uh, with the greenhouse. We'll talk about that. And his NASCAR, targe- NASCAR targeting Hendrick Motorsports. We'll talk about that. And we got the attaboy from Bristol Dirt. The you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do it from Bristol Dirt, NASCAR, for putting on this race. And uh, we got Martinsville this weekend. I'm a little more excited than uh, I have been in a couple years about Martinsville because we might have actually a good race this weekend at a short track. Maybe. Let's get it. Let's do. Martin Dirt. Davis. You're right, Lambry. Take on We don't need no education. Please refrain. <laughs> you can't do that. Let's fucking go. I'm chilling on a dirt road. Laid back, swerving like, like I'm Daniel Suarez. <laughs> Smoke rolling at the window and ice cold bear sitting in the console. Memory lane up in the headlights. It's got me reminiscing on good old Bristol. Like concrete. Long concrete. Oh shit. What's the next song? Or what's the next part? Something about turning off a li- real I'm, live drive. I'm turning off the Bristol dirt race. That's right. I'm putting on hitting them slicks. Fuck them, d- mar- fuck them mud tires. Hitting them slicks at Martinsville tires. Yeah, fuck them mud tires. Yeah, fuck them. That's right. That's right. You know, Bradley Gilbert actually came out Who? with the original version of that song. Fun fact. Fun fact, you should have done Red Dirt Road. I wasn't enjoying it myself. It was a decent race. It wasn't great. Anyway, welcome back to the Highline, episode 53, Riley Embry and Trent Davis. Back at you again. Uh, We are coming, the last time we did a race or a podcast right after a race was... I don't even remember. It was when E-Dog was here. Oh, shit. Uh, it was... <gasps> that Phoenix? Race. Was it Phoenix? No, it was at night. It's dark. Well, it could have been, I guess. Was it Phoenix? Was it the championship race last year? No, we did it this year. Did we? Yeah, because Ethan was right there. I got fucking hammered. Well, let's see. That was last month. Daytona, exactly. Daytona, I was at work. I was off. Right, no, we were both off. It was I not Daytona. I it wasn't Daytona because you had COVID. Then Phoenix or Auto Club. Auto Club, worked. I worked. 
Vegas. Vegas, I worked again. So it had to have been Phoenix. Yeah, I guess it was, yeah. Anyways, it was a it was a very interesting episode, and uh, I don't know what to expect today. Because uh, Happy Easter, by the way, it's recording on Easter. Uh, Jesus rose again. He did. We need he is risen. Of, he is risen. He's to rise us up to the top tier. You lift me up so I can stand yeah, I done, on like, mountains. Talking about drinking and driving. <laughs> what they sang one today. It's, it's one of the absolute bops of Christian music at the church. There's a lot of bops in Christian music. I listen to uh, King of My Heart. That's a bop. Let the King can you of feel, My Heart. Can you feel my heart? No, that not, no. That's a bop. The King of My Heart. Be the shadow in my soul. Or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, Riley, how was your uh, Easter weekend? Was at the church this morning. Came home. Drove cleaned up, clean cut, and clean shaved. I did not do any of those (laughs) things, but I did go to my uncle's house and (laughs) ate some turkey. Turkey, not ham? No, Mm. he smokes turkey and ham. (laughs) I eat it. I don't smoke it. Yeah, well, if we, he smokes it, then eats it. Mm. So I had me a turkey Sounds leg, very unhealthy. Watching the Masters. And, uh... Oh, John Rom. You know, I, uh, surprised old Jonathan Rom won it this week. But, uh, it was a hell of a tournament. Um, but, uh, yeah, did that. Came home, watched the dirt race, and now we're here. Uh, are you sure? Or is this like a, uh, dream? I wish it was a dream. A dream man on a dirt road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My weekend was uh, a bit of the same. Uh, went to family for Easter and went to uh, my wife's family Ooh. where we uh, went adult Easter egg hunting with uh, alcohol with many bottles. Alcohol. And, uh, and came back here and went straight to your house to watch the race and I was already pissed off the whole time but hey guess what my guy won again in the pool shouldn't have uh, he did though Chase Briscoe getting top 5 baby let's fucking go that's how we do it 6-2 I've won 6 in a row you motherfucker what you gonna do when you gotta buy that steak what dinner? you gonna do when they come for you it's gonna be over for it it's gonna be I'm gonna be like Matt Kenseth 2003 it's gonna be over Bro. before Richmond I'm only 2 races away I'm one phone call away or one number away. If I pick the correct winner, the next two weeks we're tied. Congratulations, because it's not going to happen. And they got a long season ahead it's of us. Gonna be Where a we long at? Hot this summer. Weekend? We should be together. Yeah, I can feel it on the dance floor now. Singing along with the radio is such a beautiful sound. When you say my name in the middle of the day, I swear I see the stars come out. When you're holding my hand in the back of my mind, just waiting on the sun to go down. Hey, hey, give me some. That was hot. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Bristol Dirt. We just got done watching, and uh, you know, I was I tried to enjoy the race. I just it was an okay race, like you said for for dirt. I just like I said the intro, man. I was reminiscing on old old Bristol the whole time. Concrete Bristol is where they should be racing. Uh, Right venue, uh, wrong 
track surface. It was it was a dirt race, you know. It uh, it, it had its it had its moments. He also had moments in the race where everybody was wrecking every five laps, which was like the truck race, which the truck race was awful. And uh, you know what? I did my best to enjoy it, but uh, I mean, I you know, two Toyotas battling there at the end. You know, it always it always ruins it because you know I'm not a Toyota fan, so uh, it's what it is, man. I'm just I'm glad that like like before we started recording, we I cheered I cheered you for uh, us getting through another Bristol race, and I hope to God it's the last one because uh, I'm ready for at least at least just rumors, have I've heard rumors that it is the last one. I hope so. And the past couple of years, we've heard that you know we'll get into this a little later, but you know. Before the race was even over, the past two years, it's like, all right, we're coming back next year. Right, coming back next year. We haven't heard nothing about that yet. And the the, the stands tonight were terrible. Yeah. It was just bad. I've seen the one of the last uh, spring non-COVID Bristol races back in 2019, 2018, when they raced on a Monday uh, afternoon. And mm-hmm. I, I skipped college. <laughs> I skipped uh, class to watch that race. So it was bad, bad attendance tonight. I know Marcus Smith said earlier in the week, but uh, they sold the most tickets they had this year than last year. Well, if they did, nobody showed up for it because it was uh, it was ants in a big old cornfield. What it looks like, mm-hmm. yeah, like. yeah, I agree. I mean, it was a it was a race. Um, I think it was the best dirt race we've seen out of the Cup Series uh, in recent memory. Out of the three, I think it was the best on track product uh but that's not saying a whole lot year one was terrible um last year was hit or miss you know it was decent racing but um whenever you try to be something you're not it's just it doesn't work um you know the world of outlaws late models sprint cars they're gonna put on a better show on dirt just like you know we said last year those guys can't put on a good show on asphalt we can't put a good show on on dirt. Um, that's probably the best we're going to do uh, as NASCAR goes. And like I said, like you said, it wasn't a terrible race, but it's just it's not Bristol. You know, uh, if that race is at Eldora and it that takes a Dakota race or the Chicago street course race or um, one of the Michigan dates, um Michigan only has one date now anyway, but um, if it takes, you know, one of those races that isn't the most competitive to begin with, it's probably not looked down as as poorly on as as it is. But you're taking away a top five race. And, you know, granted, it's not the Bristol night race, but it's still Bristol. It's Bristol, uh, baby. It's, um, it's, you know. It's many people's favorite. Top track. two for everybody. You know, I'm a I'm an outlier. I think Darlington's the best racetrack. But you still got in the top three. Right? But but Bristol, if it's not Darlington, it's Bristol. Yeah. Um, I like Darlington just because it's more competitive. And usually, I will say, but you've never been to Bristol. And I've never been. And to Bristol. once you go there, I think I'm not saying you'll immediately change your mind, but going to Bristol is just. Like I've, no, I've still never. The only other track that I, I feel like maybe can compete with that is the Daytona 500. I've never been. I want to go one day, but that going to Bristol, man, there's there's not an atmosphere like it, man. It's, it's incredible, yeah. and that's why it's my favorite track, especially the ones I've been to. Like the 2019 Bristol Night Race is my favorite race ever. 
And my guy didn't even win. He finished like fifth or sixth or something. Well, my so. guy never wins. So that's What's fair. It like seeing your guy. I've never seen my guy win at where the track I'm at. I never have. I've been close a few times. Never have. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. It's just it's just the where where it's at, man. It's you know, Brussels my favorite track. And for them to put dirt on it, it's uh, it's just it feels like a disgrace. Like you're putting a um, like you bake a perfectly good cake, and you just ruin it by putting fucking. It's like know, being like, a ten, like a smoke, a ten out of ten, a smoke, and having though. a cock, and you have a <laughs> nose ring. You got one of them fucking. You don't septum, like nose rings? Septum nose. Oh, those the bull rings. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Brooke has a nose ring. I like them in the yeah, in studs the, in the fine, nostrils, even a hoop. In the nostrils, you know spine. the you know the, the technical terms. I don't know. I just know you know. Yeah, the not kind of like your the bowl. septum. The septum is the middle middle okay. part of the nose. If oh. you have a a hook, a bull ring in the septum, pussy probably good. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know they crazy. They, <laughs> got off you know that line. shit gripping. But anyway, eleven minutes in, we've done going off the rails. Anyway, what I'm saying is anyway. Mom, I hope you're not listening to this episode of the Highline. Mama, but uh, I want to go home. But anyways, you're ruining it. You're taking something that's great, and you're ruining, ruining it. it. It's like put okay, it's like you're putting ruining salt it all over a cake. And it's like putting a band aid on a bullet hole. It just don't <laughs> seem to work at all. Nope. <laughs> Shout out Morgan Wallen. Hey, <laughs> pussy. Kyle Larson, what about uh, him today? <laughs> those two said the same word. Exactly. Um, nah, it, uh, like I said, it's probably the, it's, it's the best race we've seen on, uh, out of the three races, but I still just, I can't enjoy it. I know, I know the drivers. Was it the worst, worst race of the year so far? I think so. Yes, I, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't either. Um, Phoenix was pretty bad. It just felt like a. It didn't feel important. It doesn't feel important. Well, it doesn't, and that's. I don't know. We we like I said, we um. We wouldn't mind a dirt race. It's not at Bristol, and it, 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 even if you want to do a point paying race at a dirt track. Just don't do it at Bristol. Do it at Eldora. I don't care. Exhibition? That'd be perfect. I would love that. Replace fucking the LA Clash next year with fucking the Eldora Clash. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Nah, I'd be cold as shit. I'd be in fucking February in February Indiana. February in goddamn Iowa. Yeah, that wouldn't be good, but it, 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 whatever. Indiana, do it whatever. the fucking All-Star Race. I don't give a shit. Whatever you want to do. Just um, The only way they could do the All-Star Race there is if they uh, they brought North Wilkesboro back for a actual race, which I think they're going to do. North Wilkesboro. Oh, to a real okay. I thought I was about to say we're racing in North Wilkesboro. I think they're going to bring it back. I hope so. As a racetrack, I hope so. Let's go back to Texas. Oh. <laughs> let's go back to Texas. Texas World Speedway. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to uh, Chicago Land. No shit. We need they to go back there. Fucking street course. Yeah, but end of the day, it was uh, congratulations, to Christopher Bell. Oh. Uh, you want to get the rundown real quick of the race? He held know. off Tyler Reddick and uh, a few cautions. Will were kind of questionable, you know, some that were thrown and some that were not. The, the last caution at the end of the race for Ross Chastain in the middle of the track that was, was a, a that was that was a good yeah. call. I mean, you can't go into. I know you want a quote unquote green flag finish, but you can't have a a, a car set in the All middle right. of three and four like that. So that's a good call. I right. think I think Reddick might have had chance for him. I think 
way he was talking after the race, I think he he would have thrown that thing in there kind of like Chase did last year. Um, hopefully he wouldn't. Have, well, actually, yeah, I wish he would have wrecked both of them. Who would have won? Who finished third? Austin. Austin Dillon. Dillon. <laughs> you would love that, wouldn't you? Fuck that guy. <laughs> if we if we met right. on the on the street, we'd have words. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, rundown for this week's race. At what the- you'd fuck him? Huh? Well, fuck depends on more? how much he's paying. Um, <laughs> anyways, Christopher I'm Bell. Not gay, but twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Exactly. Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Chase Briscoe, Justin Haley, Martin Trex Jr., Todd Gillen, Kevin Harvick, and Ty Gibbs are your top ten. You got Michael McDowell. Are you questioning what I'm reading? Yes, because after the race, they it said showed, McDowell showed tenth and Gibbs was eleventh. Well, yeah, but you remember last week. A couple of weeks ago, they showed Brad Keselowski finishing ahead of Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell, and he never did, but they never changed it. But anyways, okay. Michael McDowell, 11th, Bubba Wallace, 12th. Then you got Byron Jones, Burton, Almondinger, Brad Keselowski, Chris Buescher, Austin Cedric, and J.J. Yaley are your top 20. Then you got Ty Dillon, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Priest, Suarez, McLeod, Josh Berry, Ross Chastain, Alex Bowman, Corey LaJoy, Eric Almarola, Kyle Busch, Noah Gragson, and Matt Crafton. Then you got Kyle Larson, Jonathan Davenport, and Joseph Logano. Running out the field. Those are your 37 entrants in the field today. So we had Joey. He he had a bad He day. was in every wreck there was. Yeah, until he eventually, eventually Just uh, said, broke. fuck it. We're yeah. going to park it. Um, Kyle Larson... Let's talk about the Kyle Larson Ryan Priest situation real quick. What do you think about that? So, uh, Kyle Larson uh, kind of cut Ryan Priest off off a of four, I think, earlier on in the race, and Priest hit the wall hard, and then eventually, uh, I think he spun out, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, you think he broke a toe link or something? Came back. Uh, Larson fucked up after the start of stage three by not changing tire because he said he did not want tires, and then he goes and spins out after about six seven laps. Loses all track position and as he was trying to come back up through the field. That 41 car remembered him cutting him off and just put him up, just slammed him in the wall a couple of times. Five tried to get him back, uh, spun himself out, and uh, he pretty much was fucked from there on out. So, what do you think? See, about I that? think I see this a little bit different than you do. Um, yeah, I think, I think. I think the 41 was probably not trying to cut him any breaks, but I don't think he wrecked him on purpose. At first, um, I think he probably was right. I think he did get tight um, at the initial. That's what he's got to say. He can't say, yeah, put that five in the wall. I think he's going to get fined. I think he's right, though. I think he did get tight off the corner. Um, just kind of drifted up the hill a little bit, and they made contact. I think. No, he slammed him a couple times. No, That's what I'm saying. So they made contact, and they got into the wall, and then the five chased him down the track. And then I think at that point, the 41 said, all right, fuck you. And uh, and door slammed him back and sent him up into the fence. That's what I think happened. We'll never know because, of course, uh, Priest is going to be smart about this and not pull a Denny Hamlin and get himself 25 points, $50,000 fine. You got so, a podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, other than the fact that I picked the five, I don't have any problem with it. Um, I like the fact that uh, Priest is kind of backing up what he was saying. You know, these guys don't have any respect. And, you know, he feels like Kyle disrespected him on the track. So fuck him. Well, the only problem I have with that is Ryan was like, these guys don't respect the equipment. You know, you just be off. 
pause. Gay. <laughs> they just beat each other up and with their equipment and then just go home and whine about and it. And that's why I don't and think that Ryan th- wrecked him on purpose. No, he didn't, but he did I mean, he did damage to his car. I mean, he put him in the wall, slammed him in the wall a couple times before Kyle just tried to get him back and wrecked himself. But you know, this is the same guy that said, you know, everybody needs an ass whooping. Well, damn it, Ryan. I mean, I get what I get it, man. I mean, I would probably do the same thing. I wouldn't wreck them. I would never wreck a guy on purpose I unless would. they wrecked me. Um, and all Larson did was put him in the wall early. Now, if somebody spins me out early, oh yeah, I'm gonna spin them out back. But if they just put me in the wall or give me no room or whatever, I'll just move them back out or put them in the wall. You know, whatever. I won't spin them out. And Ryan did not spin him out, but still, you know, I, I felt like it was a little. Uh, a little over aggressive. Um, you see that a lot at Bristol, even on regular Bristol. You see guys trying to come up to the track, think they're clear, not quite clear. The guy usually lifts, maybe hits the wall, or you know, they get on, they kind of give him a bump or whatever the next quarter. I know it's different, it's, it's dirt, you know, it's hard to keep your momentum up once you lose it. Um, but still, I, I don't like exactly the way Ryan did it, but I can't really blame him. And uh, Kyle was Kyle was Kyle. He didn't say nothing too crazy, you know. Just saying the uh, yeah, he although he did act like he didn't do nothing wrong to the forty one earlier. He's like, I guess he was paying me back for something earlier. Like, bro, bro you know what you did earlier. Yeah. He wouldn't um, have said that if he didn't know that yeah, he did anything wrong. Yeah, so uh, like Kyle needs to kind of understand that part. But uh, I think it was just kind of short track racing. Uh, dirt it's racing. just short track racing. And uh, Ryan Preece, I think he just had it up to here with these guys. He's gone back in the series, and he realizes a lot of these fucking drivers don't respect their equipment, and he's a guy that... Can't had, beat him, join him. Yeah, that's Tyler Reddick. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he sees all these guys that uh, just you know beat their equipment up and don't take care of their equipment, and he's a guy that had to fight and claw his way up to every opportunity he's got uh, to be back in this point in the Cup Series, and... Uh, I think he just finally said he had enough of it. Um, I think he did it on purpose. I think he did. I think he knew, I knew what he was doing. He didn't give no room, and he kind of did what Denny Hamlin said. He said, you're coming with me. You're coming to the wall with me because I'm not going to make the corner. And, uh, you know, ran the five up in the wall a couple times, and that was his payback, and he got the last laugh. He didn't finish well in the race, though. He was running good up until uh, Larson did that to him earlier. I think he was involved in that last wreck with uh, Ross and Josh Berry and stuff. So I think he finished like 20, what, he finished like 25th, 26th or something like that. So, I mean, he didn't have a good race from that point on. But, uh, you know, we see this a lot. Uh, I just wish the guy that said, you know, he's an ass whooping, he'd go up after the race or something. <laughs> and, uh, 24th. 24th. I was, damn, I was damn close. Yeah, but you're wrong. Fuck off. Damn! If I if I if I if you ask me to guess a number between one and one hundred, and I say sixty eight, and it's sixty nine, nice. You're still wrong. I'm still wrong, but damn, I was fuck close, wasn't I? Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades and guessing numbers. Finish positions at Bristol Dirt in twenty twenty three. No, we're gonna add that to a new saying. But anyways, I thought it was um it was it was purpose it was purpose uh, it was on purpose and. I don't think you should get fined or nothing for it because you never quote unquote wrecked them. But if you're gonna go by the same breaking uh, news, Ryan Priest suspended for six weeks <laughs> for running Kyle Larson in the wall. Appeals panel gives him forty thousand dollars in compensation. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I thought it was uh, it was interesting to to see Ryan kind of stand up for himself. But uh, it's kind of 
it's just kind of it just kind of felt weird from what he said a couple weeks ago at Coda. Guys, don't, these guys don't respect their equipment, and he goes out there and puts Kyle Larson in the wall. But <laughs> I get it. He of the moment, and he didn't wreck them. Wreck them. He just put them in the wall. So Fuck. I understand. I understand it. I ought to put him in the fence too. <laughs> you, you remember me? I, a couple days ago, I was waiting for that motherfucker to Southern National and that modified motherfucker. Remember that shit? Oh yeah. yeah fuck that guy. <laughs> motherfucker still ain't responded to my that's, that's, I, text message. I guess I, I still is that damn Concord and that damn one guy in the damn legend cars. Fucking Ryan Newman 2.0, boy, I could just not pass just not, him. You're just not good. I was way faster than him. Apparently not fast enough? Yes, I was. Move I had the it. third fastest lap of the whole race. Move him. I should have. I don't want to get in Because fucking on the pace lap, the fucking guy in second place slams on brakes, and I've slammed on brakes, and the guy behind me hits me. I get a 4X for that. Then they wreck on, like, lap five, and... A guy close to me like barely touches me, and I get a four X for that shit. And I was like, "Keep going, it's fucking horseshit, I racing. Get your shit together when it comes to these accident points. It's fucking horseshit." I was I racing for it again. It just buns. Anyway, what's I'm next? about to be slapping them buns. What's next on them list? <laughs> I got that before you came over. From me? Hmm. From me? Hmm. Oh, did you pause? Nah. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, the Bristol Dirt Race, third year of its uh, existence. And this year, we did not get a confirmation about a 2024 spring race date for Bristol. So everybody's uh, questioning what will happen for 2024 as far as Bristol goes and Bristol Dirt. What do you see happening in 2024 for Bristol in the springtime? I'm 50-50 on it. I hope, you know, Tonight it's looking F one fifty fifty. You don't um, like that song? Stop it's it. Bonds, but um, <laughs> you know the optimistic side of me says, "Hey, we going concrete racing next week at Br- or next year at Bristol <laughs> next week? We're that'd going, be nice. Uh, that'd be fun." Um, but you know the other side of me says, "They probably gonna keep racing this dirt race here at Bristol." You know it's um. It's, I don't know. The attendance was terrible. And that's why they changed this thing. Yeah, the attendance wasn't great. Although but, I, I will say real quick, sorry, I don't. I'll stop to interrupt you. Um, Bristol is a very big venue as far as seats go, big. so it it'll look it it might look very spaced out and stuff, but it holds like two hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah, maybe not that many, but like two hundred close 000. to it. Yeah, so. I mean, if it looks scattered around, it's still probably fifty six thousand people there. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's NASCAR making rash decisions, um, so, you know, you never know, um, they could turn fucking this race into a fucking street course race that uses turns one and two from Bristol next year, you never know the shit that NASCAR does, so. Um, I hope I hope they go back to the the oval next the regular oval concrete next year. But I won't be surprised to see it on dirt again next year. I wouldn't be surprised not to see it at all. Um, the way that they've changed up these schedules and how they're uh, they're setting things up, you never know. You know, it's 
the only the only races that I know for sure are going to happen next year are the Daytona 500, the Southern 500, and uh, 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 Coke 600, uh, Coke 600, and the Bristol Night Race, and the Bristol Night Race. Those are the four. Um, everything else, everything else, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, most of it will be back. But yeah, they probably just... they probably gonna run the fucking Aaron's four ninety nine. They're probably gonna run the, which it ain't been called the Aaron's four ninety nine in a hundred years, but <laughs> they're gonna run one of the races Talladega, the four ninety nine at Talladega. Pennsylvania three oh one at New Hampshire. They're gonna run that race <laughs> at New Hampshire. They're gonna run one of them fucking four hundred miles at Dover. They're gonna run a five hundred mile at Martinsville. Um but most of these races are you know, they could change them. Uh, they could change this this Bristol Spring race. They could only one run one race at Bristol next year, which, to be honest, I would rather them run one race at Bristol, the Bristol Night Race, um, than than run this. Uh, it's it doesn't do the venue justice. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. If they want to run a dirt race, there's plenty of dirt tracks in the country. Uh, that are sufficient. Um, it's a waste of money to bring all that dirt in when you could just run that motherfucker right up the road in Knoxville uh, and and do well. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me uh, why you would spend all this money and not get any more attendance. And I guarantee you, no more fucking viewership. I get it. I understood. They tried it. It doesn't work. You You should see that it has not worked and uh and and do better you know do something that nascar fan if they take this race out let me ask you this question if they said you know what we're only gonna run one race at bristol but we're gonna run north of wilkesboro at this date instead would you be okay with that Uh, i would yes i'd rather than run north wilkesboro one race in bristol one race than run bristol twice one of them dirt okay yes i would rather do them do that yes I hope it doesn't come to that. Um, but if that's what it takes, it you know, it is what it is. You know, you can't have everything you want. But I think what they're going to do, I, I wonder if they did this because part of me says they did this because they knew the spring race was dying and they took it away, quote unquote, put dirt on the track. And I'm not saying they... I doubt is what they're thinking, but who knows that, okay, if we take this regular spring Bristol race away for a few years and put it on dirt, which, you know, some people might like some people, a lot of people probably won't like be half and half, which you never really want in a, a situation like this. But I wonder if they did that because they wanted the fans to understand, Hey, if you want the if you want to break uh race dates at Bristol normal Bristol you have to show up for these spring races well not just the night race and if that's what it takes I'll fucking buy a ticket for next year's Bristol normal race in the spring right now I've been to the Bristol spring race it's not a bad race it's not a bad race and the one I went to was in 2013 that's the one that was the first year the Gen Six car and uh, Casey Kane won Jeff Gordon was leading. And blew a tire and took out Matt Kenseth over there in turn three and four, and I was fucking pissed. That was the little first little skirmish of Joey and Denny. Uh, 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 Joey and Denny's rivalry back in the day. 
And I thought it was a hell of a good race. I went back there for the fall, uh, the the night race. Yeah, it was better, way better race. Matt Kenseth, Matt Kenseth won the race. Jeff Gordon was up there. You know, him and Case Kane, or Matt Kenseth and Case Kane were battling there at the end. It was a great race. Obviously, the night race was better, but the spring race was no slouch. And I love this. I love this Brist, uh, the Bristol spring race. During the day, you had a little more slipping and sliding that you normally do, normally have in the fall race. Um, the problem is, has been the weather. I think that's what's driven away the fans in the springtime at Bristol so, so much. It's, it's the fact that it's cold and it rains all the fucking time around this time slot in Bristol, Tennessee. So what I would say you do is you move this Bristol race back until <sighs> end of April, beginning of May. I know it's when it gets hot, you know, and I know it's kind of close to the, to the, uh, Bristol uh, night race in August but motherfucker back for 10 years we ran Pocono six weeks apart and it ain't six weeks it's longer than six weeks I don't see why we can't do that like um, COVID in 2020 obviously we didn't run the, the Bristol uh, race at the time it was supposed to in April because of COVID but we ran it at the end of May and it was a perfect perfect weekend i'm not saying you're gonna have it every week uh, every year it's gonna be perfect weather you know at bristol but you have a better chance if you move this race back a little bit at the at the end of april um beginning of may than you would be as the end of march beginning of april it's just it, it's constantly raining up there and uh i think that would fix quite a bit of problems i just think this bristol spring race date has been hampered by weather for so long that people just knew not to show up. I'll go in the summer because it hardly ever rains. I mean, what's the last time we've had a, a, a Bristol night race that got rained out to the next day? 2016 is the last one I can think of. Yeah. And before that, it, I can't think of another one. Who won that one? Harvick. Harvick. Because that's when um, Harvick they and started. Tony did bu- multiple burnouts. They started that race, didn't they? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyways, but, but that I, was the that was the last time the Bristol night race got rained out um, on a Saturday night. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, uh, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, like all these night back in August, uh, they never really got rained out other than 16. So if you move this race to like late April, beginning of may i think you will fix this spring this bristol spring race uh attendance problem because the attendance didn't show up hardly at all tonight like i said it's a bit it's a big venue a lot of seats so it could it could have out it could have not looked as it could have been better than how it looked but still was, there was not a lot of people there yeah it um, looked- nowhere near 2021 or 2022 so i think NASCAR maybe was just taking it from the fans, like, "Hey, you got to start showing up for the Bristol Spring Race." And that's, if that's the case, if they put if they put Bristol normal Bristol at spring next year, if I am off work or whatever, or if I'm working somewhere else or whatever, if I am off that weekend next year, I will go to that race. Book it right now. I will go to that race if that's what I'll it go takes. With you. Yeah, if that's what it takes to keep normal Bristol on concrete in the spring, I will go. It's not as good as Bristol Night Race, but there's not. As far as the races I've been to, there's not a better race to go to than Bristol Night. So that's a very high pedestal you're trying to hold the night race to the to the day race up to. But I think my mind is telling me 
No. <laughs> yeah. But my body. My mind is telling me that they. My body. They're either going to it. only do the Bristol Night Race, or they will, um, go back to the regular concrete. I just don't see. I don't see how they can consider this race a success as far as the attendance goes. That's the reason why they got rid of the spring race, the normal Bristol spring race, because the attendance was so bad. Tonight, it was terrible. Well, if you want to do it on Easter, I think that's a bad decision, too. You got a lot of people that got family to do. You know, I don't, I don't think traveling. racing on Bristol is a bad idea. They're not traveling. First of all, they do not need to be racing no. on Easter. No, they don't. Number one. Now, granted, if they raced every weekend, I'd watch every race. I think but racing on a holiday like Easter, the rating, the TV ratings will be higher, but the attendance at the track will not be as good. If they were, if, if the Masters weren't going today and this race was at 2 o'clock, they would probably have some baller ratings. But the fact that they didn't race until seven o'clock. Most people were probably already done eating. Ready to go to bed. Ready to go to bed. You know, get home, get shower, home, get shower, get ready for work, do whatever they had to do. Got to work in the morning. You know, I, I, I could be wrong. Did, did if if they have the fucking second, but most, I don't think they should compete with the Masters. I don't think that's good. It's idea. not going to happen. But you know, yeah. it's most people you know, don't the, masters the Masters were. Getting over right about the time the green flag was dropping. It bled into it, though. Like uh, I said, it was going to yeah. last week. Oh, well, you know, they got started a little later. No, I understand that, but... Um, it's, uh, you know, it's... It's one of those things you got to combat. You know, NASCAR's got to combat football at the end of the season. They've got to combat the Masters this weekend. Um, there's a lot of shit that they have to watch out for, you know, that 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 drawing big viewers and NBA playoffs will get some viewings yeah, yeah, when they're they going will, with it here in about the next couple of weeks. Um, but you know, it's um I understand the the want to try something different and and put some some new product in front of the fans, but if you want to do a dirt race, do a dirt race. Don't do it on Easter. If you want to run and an don't Easter do it race, at Bristol. <laughs> if you want to do an Easter race, I think a Saturday night race the day before Easter is your best option. Um, but no, do it at Richmond. Put this, put Richmond back a week from this for this weekend. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I'm good running. Had... I'm good running. Fucking Bristol. Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you can run two Bristol night races. Run a 400-mile Bristol night race, start it in the day, end it in the night. Kind of like the Coke 600. Kind of like the Coke 600, and then you can run the 500, start at night, end it at night. I will say, when the Bristol night race in the fall, when it when they start the race, the sun is just going. It's phenomenal. Exactly. When you it's could, clear skies, oh, it's you so could nice. Start, you, could, you could run this race on could, Saturday. Because you're hot as shit. Start at the day. 6 o'clock. It ends 7, 8, 9, probably 9 o'clock. Just now Talk getting dark. About the 400-miler? Yeah. yeah. Probably ends about 8, 8.30. You could. Just now getting dark. That'd be perfect. I mean, you look, so Martinsville, they did this 2021 and 2022. Night races, Saturday night. Now they got rid of it 
Do you know why they got rid of it? Because of ratings? That's the problem. They don't want NASCAR does not want NASCAR racing on Saturday nights because their ratings are not as high as are as they are on Sunday afternoons. Yeah. That's the only problem they'd run into. Fuck them. What I say is you gotta compromise somewhere. You want a good product for the race to get more people intrigued, or do you want a dirt race that people are not half the half half of the fandom is not happy about. And I think you need to go with the first option. And Bob Wallace said he thinks it's a gimmick. He thinks that we should, well, I don't think we should race on dirt with these cars. He said that in the press, uh, in the media center or whatever, Friday or something. Like, oh, I think it's a gimmick. You know, I get it. It's fun, but uh, it, we shouldn't be racing on dirt. We're, uh, we're, we're the cup series. These cars aren't meant for dirt. Just race regular concrete. And I was like, yeah, Bubba, that's the smartest thing you said in a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> I need to be replaced. That's pretty smart, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's he not wrong. And Kyle Larson's like, we shouldn't be... Coors Light. <laughs> no, it's Coors Banquet. It is. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, yeah, this is interesting for him and Kyle Larson to say that, too. Like, Kyle Larson's a big old dirt racer, and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't. Well, I'd try that regular Bristol back. Like, that says something. I know all these guys came out tonight who finished in the top five. Oh, it's a great race. I had a blast. Um, it was the most, I'm sure it's fun. It was the most fun, you know, dirt race I've been a part of, blah, blah, blah. Ask fucking the people back in 20 if they had a fun time. Tonight. Yeah, ask Brad Keselowski if he had a good ask time. Ask Ryan Blaney if Ooh. he had a good time. Oh, he was okay. He got spun at the end. Ask Daniel Suarez if he had a fun time. Hey. So I'm saying you can't. If you go, oh, man. Look, all these drivers love this, so we got to bring it back. But no, 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 no. Ask the other they half of the field. don't care what the drivers think. If they cared what the drivers think, we'd be still racing on Atlanta with old, old concrete. That's fair. That's very fair. They don't give a fuck what the drivers they think. They should. Drivers, drivers, for the most part, know what good racing is. Not all the time, but they, they know, know what, what good racing is. They know is. what good racing is when old school fans, but like you know, most people that have been watching NASCAR for 20 years liked Atlanta. Most drivers liked Atlanta. So, you know. I don't, I don't know about that. Like regular Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like new Atlanta. No. That's okay, what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Drivers liked Atlanta. Old school NASCAR fans liked Atlanta. Drivers like, you know, old school slipping and slidey New Hampshire. <laughs> Drivers like that, yeah. fans like that, but I wouldn't. No, 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 no. I don't say like New Hampshire. I don't like New Hampshire. I mean, not New Hampshire. Why do I always? <laughs> I do this. You know what track I'm talking about? Goddamn Homestead. Homestead. Every time I talk about Homestead, I say New because Hampshire because the track kind of looks similar in the fact that they're kind of like long down the straightaways and short in the corners. I do that every time. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. Okay, it's, um, I got you. But at the end of the day, I think... If the drivers like it, it's probably so, a good show for uh, the historical NASCAR fan. At the end of the day, what do you think they're going to do next year? One option. I think they're going to race Bristol dirt next year. I think they're going to get rid of Bristol. I hope you're right. And they're not going to race there all but once next year. But So you're saying you think Bristol night race is the only race Bristol For next, next year, year, yes. What do you think they'll do instead? That is a good point. North Wilkesboro. I would be 100%. I'd be on board with that. 
Give me a 400 mile at North Wilkesboro, middle of the day, hot, sunny April race. You hear something? I think they don't do, they do just kind of what they're doing right now normally. I think they bring back Chicago land in the summer. That'd be fine. Give it to me. I think they bring back Chicago That'd land. Be 100, in the I'd be okay with that. I would take Chicago land over, but the then you got to take, then you take the Chicago street course out probably. So then you still got a race to, to <laughs> then you still got a race to replace North it with. Wilkesboro. I don't, I don't know. I man. think they're going to do it one day. It uh, may not be uh, next year. I would not be surprised if they put the LA clash as a point race no. next year. If they I'm not saying that I want to, but it. I would not be surprised if they did. I will not watch it. Yes, you will. Nope. <laughs> she will. I'm going to watch it. Like you said, I'm not going to watch Texas. We, we, what do we do? We watch Texas. I mean, we watch that. Well, Texas at least is a legitimate race. That's fair. Um, I don't know, but I, I'm 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 thinking they're going to just get rid of it completely. Hopefully. <sighs> Maybe they go to... I'm trying to think of a track around there. Like, what if they... What they could do they could get national fairgrounds in that spot if they get the if they get everything again together fine with me yeah we'll see but i think next year literally the only thing they don't I race would, bristol dirt and they don't they only race at bristol once next year's the only the only thing i would be against is if they replaced bristol dirt with a road course if what if I, they replace bristol dirt with like eldora i'm fine with that points man race i'm fine with it i'd take it I'd be okay with that. As long as they ran if, it. If they did that, the and then they race. gave us two races at Bristol, normal Bristol. I'd rather, be fine with that. I'd rather them run I'd be fine with that. one race at Bristol and a race up at Eldora than Bristol Dirt. So that's, that's, that's the option, I think. I think they either get rid of Bristol Dirt completely on the race once, or they replace, or they race at Bristol twice, but they race a dirt track, a real dirt track at Eldora or Knoxville. Or somewhere around, you know, a, a big dirt track around the area, um, to replace the dirt race with because I think the drivers like it. I don't. I, I part of me says NASCAR does not want to get rid of a dirt race completely, but I think they 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 have to understand that they need to get rid of this dirt race at this track because I think too many fans have been uproar for three years now about it being one of their favorite tracks and they want to see normal Bristol. I could see that happen, or like you see, good Nashville Fairgrounds replace it. Only race at Bristol once, put North Wilkesboro there, and only race at Bristol once. We'll see, but uh, well, it'll be interesting to see. And because they haven't announced anything, I, that's what tells me they're not going to race there next year. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we got the uh, uh, the biggest story from this past week was colleague and uh, Denny Hamlin. Never heard of both of their appeals. They lost. So McCullough well, got twenty five points. They got well, wow twenty five points back from a hundred. Congratulations. So colleague, quote unquote, had the same hood louver problem, and it was only one of their cars compared to Hendrick's four cars a couple weeks ago, and they got most of the, the important stuff from Hendrick's appeal got their stuff back. But colleague, however, got everything stayed except for they gained. They got 25 points back from the 100, so they still lost 75 points. And all the fines and crew chief suspensions stayed. And then Denny Hamlin, uh, like we kind of predicted last week, we thought he would lose, and he did lose his, his appeal uh, from him, quote-unquote, wrecking Ross Chastain and admitting it on his podcast uh, from Phoenix a couple weeks, or about a month ago now. So... 
Riley, uh, this is probably the most controversial topic that's been going on. NASCAR did make changes to their appeal process and how it should be done now after this after this week's results from the appeals. They will have. They said they will have to have the appeal give a reason to why they either did or did not um, continue uh, the uh, the the penalty um, or revoke it or whatever. And they can also uh, have the right to show teams and the media what they what the teams did to get them this penalty in the first place. So having all having all that said, I know it's a lot to digest there, but Riley, how do you feel about everything that's going on with NASCAR and the appeals process and the colleague and Denny Hamlin situation? Well, I say I think Kendrick got off. I think they got lucky. I think Colleg got fucked. Um because you know. I'm not saying that Hendrick was cheating for speed, but they broke the rules. And that's why they got their points back. Because it didn't give them any performance advantage, but they still cheated. I think Colleg probably did the same shit. But they didn't have the same rules committee and they didn't have the same people defending them uh, in, in the rules committee. So that's why they got their 75 points instead of zero points like Hendrick got. Um, and then, and as far as Denny goes, you know, like Kevin Harvick said to Noah Lewis, you, you can't, you can't brag about wrecking somebody on purpose and then try to defend yourself and say you didn't wreck them on purpose. So, um, he, he probably deserved that one, but, um, I think NASCAR made the right move in this, in this aspect, uh, trying to, uh, make the appeals process a little bit more uh, universal, a little bit more transparent. Uh, I think Colleg kind of got fucked as far as, you know, compared to Hendrick. I think Hendrick got off. I think they got lucky. I think NASCAR knows that, which is why our next talk uh, topic is a topic. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, you never want to be talking about the rules. Um, the NFL didn't want to be talking about that pass interference slash holding call at the end of the Super Bowl. You never want to be talking about balls or strikes at the end of the World Series. Um, you never want to be talking about a uh, a ticky tack technical foul um, deciding the uh, the NBA Finals. Um, rules are supposed to be the least talked about aspect of the game. You never want them to be the focal port, uh, the, the focal point of the, uh, what port we coming out of. Yeah. The that focal one. point. Yeah, that one. One. Um, but you never want that to be the focal point of your sport. And I think, uh, NASCAR would benefit from, uh, more talk about the, the actual racing than, um, then who's violating uh, what rule in the rule book? But um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's no surprise. I figured I figured Colic would lose. I figured Denny would lose. No, we said last week that if Colic doesn't win their appeal like Kendrick, it's some bullshit. I'm I'm not saying that that's wrong. I I I agree that it is some bullshit. 
And I said that last week. If they don't win, it's going to be some bullshit, but I didn't expect them to win. I thought they would. Um, I did. Now with it being a different rules committee, um, and that's the problem. It's yeah. not the same people every week. You never know who you're going to get. Um, we could be called in next week for an appeal. I'm going to hold that shit up if it's against some Chevrolets. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not good when people violate the rules and they don't get the full punishment. Hendrick violated the rules. The rule committee said they did. They got a hundred points back. Carlin did the same thing. They got 75-point penalty. What was the difference? We don't know because there's no transparency. Now, granted, NASCAR has changed that. In the future, we will know. But um, We shouldn't have got here. We shouldn't have been, should have been here in the first place. place. I think it's... I talked about it when they changed the car. It's a terrible decision. You should let these teams build the cars. That's what NASCAR has been about forever. Uh, but now that we're here, the rules are the rules. So if you break them, you should be held accountable. And uh, Hendrick was not, which is why they got another penalty. So, yeah, my my thing was, you know, a colleague, there was no reason a colleague should have not gotten the same treatment as Hendrick. And I think the problem is we just have different people. I think we need to have, if you're going to have people in this quote-unquote rules committee to do these appeals and these penalties and stuff, I think you need the same people every time because it's not like you get penalties every week now I know we've had a clusterfuck of penalties this year but that's not normal and last year it was not like this year I mean you had a few penalties here and there. you had the six car you had the 34 but they the four car you had them spaced out so I don't understand why they can't be the same people at this rules committee appeal process every time somebody commits a penalty like this because that would solve a lot of the problems and that, that would show favoritism towards certain teams or certain drivers or whatever if you had the same people. Because it's like, well, if it's the same shit that happened over here, you ruled against these people this way, but you ruled against this these people the other way. Why was that? You know, and then you could draw your own conclusions and stuff like that. But the good thing is NASCAR did change it in the rule book to where we will know now why or why not certain teams or drivers get penalties reduced or upheld in the future. But like I, like you said, it shouldn't have come to this. It, I don't understand how NASCAR couldn't have thought this through. I think NASCAR sometimes just doesn't think things through all the way. They kind of just see a solution without looking at the consequences or the repercussions of their actions or how they're rules or quote unquote will be um determined because I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of rules in the NASCAR rule book that if NASCAR wanted to do they could literally penalize every penalize people every week for certain shit. Um like Kyle Bush said in the media center, he doesn't understand um how how drivers can self police themselves talking about the Denny Hamlin situation. How can you self police self police themselves when you had a driver that just kind of ran somebody up in the wall. Now, granted, he admitted he did it on purpose, but he's like, why did Joe Logano get parked or get fined for wrecking him at the clash earlier in the year? Because he didn't do it on purpose, but the 
But like Denny Hammond said on his podcast last week, the the word uh, was it, uh, intentionally or whatever, um, intentionally wrecking somebody is out of the rule book now. So what is going to stop? You could literally penalize every person every week for wrecking somebody, whether it was on purpose or not, because it doesn't matter now from what the rule book says, but if NASCAR's discretion and I get NASCAR has the power to call certain things, certain ways at certain times, because they're NASCAR, they are quote unquote God. When it comes to, to, to this sport, they can call whatever they want to, but you need, you need consistency. And we've been preaching about this for years. We still haven't got it. A lot of cautions tonight at the, at the Bristol dirt race. I thought some cautions were bullshit. And then we had other cautions that or non-cautions that we thought should have been cautions. Like the Kyle Busch one there at the end. They spun out and went right down pit road. Should that have deserved a caution? I don't think so. I think a lot of people didn't think so. But NASCAR's inconsistency, maybe trying to make the end of the race more quote-unquote entertaining, manipulated the race going back to the Denny Hamlin situation. And I'm not saying Denny Hamlin shouldn't have been fined because he admitted on on his podcast, and but well, we can go into a whole bunch of can of worms on that situation. But at the end of the day, I think colleague, like you said, got screwed. I think they should have got the same treatment as Hendrick, but the, because they had different people, you might have people look at it, looking at it differently, and that's not a quote unquote, um, what's that called a a common source in all these penalties like you need to have people that have called certain things certain ways that way you can kind of determine why or why not things happened and then the Denny Hamlin situation I don't think it deserved a penalty at all but if you go on a podcast and you admit that you ran the one up the track I really still or I'm still struggling with why it's different when you say that after a race in the heat of the moment, quote unquote, which is what Denny said, NASCAR was kind of arguing against and then saying it two days later on a podcast. I really don't see what the difference is, I guess, because you can cool off the cool off time period, but that's, you did what you did. It's the same action. No matter if you did it fucking five minutes ago or five years ago, you still did it. So I'm still scratching my head on that one. And Denny brought up some good points, but, uh, you know, we, I just hope that these drivers don't get timid on what they want want to say or um, need to say, but they're scared to say it because they're afraid NASCAR will do something about it in the future. Because I want these we've we've preached about this for a couple of years, and it's gotten better. We've seen a lot of these guys get personality now. Bubba Wallace, he's got a personality, whether you like him or not. Um, William Byron, he's starting to get a personality. He was not happy with the decision of our next topic. Um, with, Deserved, though. Like, you got a lot of these guys that are, the young guys that are getting personality and support, they're giving their opinions on things. And with this penalty with Denny Hamlin, I just hope it doesn't stop. I hope these guys are just like, yeah, well, I'm not going to say anything because I'm afraid what NASCAR might do to me. I just hope that doesn't go in that direction. And uh, I, want these guys, I want these drivers to speak their mind. Um, I just hope this doesn't, this Denny Hamlin situation doesn't eliminate um, their thoughts and opinions on certain situations. So we'll see. 
but uh, I th- we both thought it was kind of bullshit on both, uh, at least on the cog thing. We definitely agree that it's kind of bullshit, and we need we need the same people in uh, in the appeals process if we're going to do it. That way, we can have full discrepancy, and we know who's at the panel, and we can kind of get a little more consistency going in the sport because that's what NASCAR needs right now is consistency Fast. in a lot in a lot of places. Yep. And we'll briefly talk about the 24 and the 48 because they got hit. As soon as the colleague and Denny Hamlin situation got dropped, the 48 and the 24 got penalized from last week at Richmond for a greenhouse penalty, which I don't even know what the fuck that means, but it's something. Uh, they got fined $50,000 and 50 points. Yep. 60 points. 60 points. Um, and I'm sure Hendrick will appeal that. Again, they're gonna lose that one, probably will. And they, it's funny how they kind of took the 48 and the 24 quote unquote the random cars from Richmond to uh to the RD center because they take the first place guy, the second place guy, and two randoms, is it two randoms, or is it top three and two randoms, or the top, top two? two, and two randoms. It's it's four or five, you know, two randoms, and it just happened to be that the two randoms were Hendrick cars. That's kind of bullshit in my opinion. I know Hendrick. I know NASCAR is not happy with the appeals process, but it's not Hendrick's fault that they won their appeal. So, but I mean, whatever they did, I, th- you know, I still want to figure out what the fuck the greenhouse effect is. But uh, what do you think about this, that situation? So, I will say this: the greenhouse is referring to the cockpit area of the vehicle. So they have, um, they have affected something. They have broken a rule somewhere within the greenhouse, the cockpit area of of the next-gen car. Now, we're never going to know what they did. Well, we might with these new rules, but until the appeal process goes through, we're probably not going to know exactly what, what Hendrick did. Do I believe they cheated? Do I believe they broke the rules? Yes, I do believe that. Do I believe they were singled out by NASCAR? Yes, I do believe so. Um, but uh, here's the deal. You don't want to have eyes on you? Don't do stupid shit. I don't have any problem with NASCAR singling Hendrick out here. Um, if, if you're going to break the rules, you should probably not make it obvious, number one. Number two, you should probably stop breaking the rules after you get caught and get away with it. Um, so I, I think I think Hendrick has probably done something in that area that is against the rules. Do I think they probably gained any performance from it? No, probably not. Um, maybe if they did, it's going to be then why do it? Minute. Then why do it? That's a good point, but you know, it's they did it for That's a reason. That's my problem. There is a reason why they did it. Whether it's to save cost, whether it's to save weight, whether it's to do something. They gained something from it. Um, I believe they did it. Now, like I said, I believe NASCAR did single them out. If anybody believes that NASCAR's random selection of cars at the end of the race is random, random. you're fooling yourself. You're dumb. You're dumb. There's no way it's random. Uh, But I don't think they trumped up these charges. I think think they had a rule, and I think Hendrick has violated that rule, and... You know, just like the uh, the last rule that they 
randomly got off with. I don't think they're going to get off with this one. Um, if they get off with both of them, then goddamn, I need to hire Hendrix lawyers because <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but I don't think they're going to get off with this one. So I want to say this before any information comes out. I just think NASCAR is targeting Hendrick Motorsports right here. I don't even think that. I don't. I really don't think it's hard for me to see that that Hendrick just getting away with a penalty, quote unquote, that they would try something else when they would know NASCAR is probably looking for him or kind of keeping a, a stricter eye on him. You know, back in the 80s, 90s, you hear stories about, you know, these guys getting caught, DW, Dale Earnhardt Sr. getting kind of caught with certain things in the car. Well, guess what? Once they got caught, they would uh, they couldn't do that shit no more because those officials would be all over them for the next couple of weeks. So it's just kind of hard for me to believe, especially with all the technology and how strict NASCAR has been with this next-gen car that Hendrick would try to find an advantage in the fucking greenhouse area. Like you said, like, I figured this out in the cockpit area, which I think enhances my argument even more. Where are you going to get an advantage from the fucking cockpit? Unless you're fucking putting laser vision in your fucking driver's sheet where you can see five inches higher or whatever, you're not going to gain an advantage in that area. So I just think NASCAR was pissed off about them losing the appeal, quote unquote, to Hendrick, then Hendrick getting the points back. And they picked those two cars out. And I don't know. I doubt they, I don't, I don't know if, if they fucked with them to where they, Oh, it's fucked up now. Or if they just, they made this shit up. I don't know. I doubt it. I feel like NASCAR has more integrity than that. But at the end of the day, I don't know. I really don't know. I just, it's hard for me to believe Hendrick would try to get away with something else after they got away with what they got away with at Phoenix. It's just hard for me to believe. I think, I think what happened is I don't think, I don't think NASCAR trumped these charges up. I don't think Hendrick tried to sneak anything by NASCAR. I think NASCAR just probably looked a little deeper than what they usually do. And that's another point of mine. If you took, if you took half the field, With looking at R and D R and D center, and then you you take out the field other than the Hendrick cars. Do you think you find these quote unquote violations in any other car? I think you do. I think you do. I think you find it in another a couple other cars. Maybe. Now I know that's speculation. I have no idea. Like I said, I've the only information I've gotten is they've been fined. And you know about the greenhouse situation. I, Hendrick will probably appeal. I don't think I've heard a, a, a stance on that. If Hendrick will appeal, I'm sure they will. I was going off the, the information that I know, and my information is that I think Hendrick is just being targeted right now. I think NASCAR is pissed off. I mean, back in the day, you saw this with with Bill French Senior, Bill French Junior. You know, if you oh. if, if you had if if you piss them off, they would try everything to get you back, quote unquote. You know, you embarrass them, you Dale Earnhardt, Brett Bodine situation. You know, we're going to sit down. Y'all going to have dinner together. Y'all going to figure this shit out because I'm sick of y'all wrecking each other on my racetrack. Y'all embarrassing me. So it's not like NASCAR didn't have a president. God damn it. President. Joe Biden. Yes. Um, In the past to do this. I know it's completely different leadership. I'm just saying NASCAR is, is they don't like being embarrassed. No matter if it's fucking Bill French Sr. or Steve Phelps, they do not like like being embarrassed or shown up. 
And I think the Hendrick uh, appeal shown showed them up a little bit, and I think they were targeting those Hendrick boys. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. If they did something to the cars, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, they did not do something, quote-unquote, they weren't supposed to, but I guarantee you there's other – other teams doing this as well. Well, fuck Hendrick. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck RFK. Fucking cheaters. Fucking RFK. Fuck RFK. Piece of shit. Hendrick Organization. Shit. Ain't won a damn race since fucking last year. They ain't run a race since Bristol. <laughs> They're not race. <laughs> Almost. Anyway, let's go hit that button. boy. Atta boy. Atta boy. Who's your atta boy? This atta week? It's a bop, cuz. It's a bop. My atta boy this week gonna be that 17 car. What? Atta boy for wrecking that 99. Fuck that guy. Oh, I didn't know where you're going. Fuck that guy. We still don't know if he did it on purpose. Uh, he did. You think? I think so. I don't think Chris Busher's like it. He is. He's not that guy. He You're not it. that guy, You're my pal. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Well, he was that guy, pal. Um, he wrecked the 99, you know? Um, I'm not saying he did it on purpose. He, uh, I don't know if he meant to wreck him, but he definitely tried to rattle his cage. Um, 99 uh, has been kind of a thorn in the side of the RFK bunch the first quarter of the season. and uh, Court? quarter of ah. this season and uh 17 said you know what suck my big uh, bristolite race winning testicles <laughs> and uh booted the 99 out of the way and uh Ended that race early <laughs> yeah got it under the old caution flag instead of the old checkered flag but fuck daniel suarez that motherfucker bitches about everything and runs into everybody so fuck that you, guy you think he bitched after the race probably 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 he's probably said i don't i don't i don't fuck it i take a run into me um but uh yeah fuck that guy that sounded like a chinese guy <laughs> Anyway, that sounded like uh fucking uh, what's that Asian guy? Wow, oh, let me let me say. La gusta las huevas a la boca. Tabalaka. Hey, si si si. I just said you like balls in your mouth, and you said yes. <laughs> I told. I didn't take Spanish, my guy. Um, but anyways, that's still that's still well, whatever. Um, but um, yeah. Anyways, Daniel Suarez, little bitch. Um, the you old- understand the words that come out of my mouth? Man, nobody understand the words coming out of y'all mouth, man. Te gusta los huevos? Who died, Lee? You. The you? Of you? Me? You. Who is you? Who? You. Me. Who? You. Who is you? <laughs> me. <laughs> Who is me? You. You. Anyways. Detective you? Fuck Daniel Suarez. Okay. So anyways. Attaboy Chris Busher. Chris Busher. Okay. Attaboy. <laughs> My attaboy from the Bristol Dirt is the time clock now <laughs> for, being, for it being over. No, uh, my attaboy from, from the Bristol Dirt Race is going to go to Chase Briscoe. He he won it for me again this week at six in a row. They're our dog. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, would you get the mic away from me? That's going to sound like shit in editing. Fuck off. God, I feel like I'm dealing with a five-year-old. 
Um, <laughs> a little. I've been drinking since about five years old. <laughs> yes, but I meant five p.m. Okay. No, uh, Chase. He he broke his wrist. <gasps> he broke a finger. He broke his wrist. Broke a finger. He broke his. Finger. He broke his finger. He broke his wrist. Show it to me. I, I don't have Chase Briscoe, Briscoe in studio, my guy. But um, you know, dealing with that pain, uh, he did the truck race without love. Um, and he ran great tonight. I, he was challenging for the lead for the win near the end. Uh, fucked up. Uh, I think going into two, maybe hit the wall and lost a lot of track, lost a lot of time. Got passed by a few guys. Still hung on for a top five. Uh, for him to do that on a on a broken wrist, where uh. That says uh, wrist. Well, motherfucker, he said. He broke his fucking finger. He said on Saturday that he broke his wrist. He did not say. Yes, he did on Saturday. Nope. Yes. Okay. Nope. All right. We'll go back to the footage and I'll show you. After the heat race or whatever is before the heat race or after the heat race, he said he broke his wrist. Anyways. Um. Still out of boy Chase Briscoe getting the top five. First top five of the year. He's running like shit all year for the most part. If you take out Phoenix, he outran Kyle Larson and uh, got me another dub. So, out uh, of boy Chase Briscoe for uh, running good for a change and making me look smart. Wish you'd have won the race, but I'll take another dub. I'll take another one point while you get one point further. What's it going to feel like when I beat you before the fucking? Bristol night race in August. Not gonna happen. Okay. I'll tell you what, I won six in a row. I'm Jordan. I'm six for six right now. You might not win again. Ah, very funny. You ain't gonna win this week. Oh, is that right? How many times have you said that in a row in the past six. month and a half? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, Chase Bristol, out of boy, dealing with that pain, getting her done, top five finish. Let's go. Facts. You can't do that. You can't do that! This week's segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that! Who can't do that this week? Dylan, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Fred Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. Who can't do it this week? <laughs> That's on the intro. Is it? Yeah. Out of ball. No. My, uh. uh, you can't do that from this weekend race is going to go to fuck me because I was not thinking I was going first here I'm trying to think oh that I don't know the number I don't know the name either there was a guy in the truck race that spun out like four times last night I was going to give it to him but I, I can't remember his name or the car number so you're lucky that I don't remember your name or your number because I'd give it to you. You know what I'm talking about? That white and blue truck that spun out like four times last night. The 41 truck. 
Oh, it was a what knee truck. Knee truck. That knee truck. He spun out like four times. He did. Last night. He did. He spun out. He's a young guy. I forgot the. <sighs> let me hold. Let this up real quick. Carson Hosevar. <sighs> Should have been him. He fucking sucked. But uh, once I figure this guy's name out, uh, he's getting the you can't do Davion Clowney Smith Schuster. Was that even English? <laughs> that 41 truck driver that I'm speaking of, Tyler Carpenter. Never heard of him. I think he's a dirt guy. He was like 19, 20 years old, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Go back. This motherfucker ran like four or five times during the truck race last yeah. night. Uh, truck race was terrible. I swear you raced every six laps, there'd be a caution. No no rhythm to the race. Joe Logano never got challenged. Other than when a couple guys stayed out with Matt DeBet, Matt DeBetto, <gasps> and a couple guys stayed out, and he passed them pretty quickly on the restart. And other than that, it was just six, seven laps caution, six, seven laps caution, six, seven laps caution. And the fucking half of them felt like it was a forty-one truck of Tyler Carpenter. So you can't do that, Tyler Carpenter. Stop fucking spinning out at Bristol Dirt, you goddamn idiot. Yikes! What? Yikes! What's yikes for? Yikes! My you can't do that is not NASCAR related this week. You know, when I did the You Can't Do That, when it was not NASCAR, NASCAR related, last year you get upset with me, but go ahead. My You Can't Do That is going to Brooks Kepka. You spilled half that beer on you. It should be going to you. Uh, but now nah, my, my You Can't Do That this week is going to, other than the fact NASCAR ran the race at Bristol Dirt, so... You can't do that NASCAR. But uh, the rest of the you can't do that's going to Brooks Kepa. Got a two-shot lead. Kepka. You said Kepa. Uh, that guy, too. Kepa Pig. Peppa Pig. Kepa uh, Pig. Got a two-shot lead going into the uh, last day of the Masters. All you got to do is play park golf. You probably win that, that, that uh, the Masters. You end up losing by three, four strokes to damn John Rom. That motherfucker ain't run nothing by. Um, I mean, Brooks played lights out golf all weekend and then just uh, shat the bed today. Um, you look high as I wish I was. Um, but uh, yeah, so Brooks Keppa. <laughs> Oh, I know golf. His name's Kepka. <laughs> Brooks Kepka. You cannot do that. Uh, but congratulations to John Rayham. Uh, <laughs> he did. He did. I did. Ray they, did him racing. Yeah. You know, I'm a Jordan Spieth guy. Uh, I should have given it really good today. Well, other than the fact he had three fucking bogeys. If he didn't have three bogeys, he'd, he'd have be been tied. He'd have been up there with the, the leaders. But, uh, John Rayham won the Masters today, um, so good for him. The old Spaniard won it. Uh, it's it's a good day for golf. Masters is always good, uh, but uh, yeah. My uh, my honorable Brooks mention. Kepa, you can't do that. Honorable mention is Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Huh? Punching his teammate. Fucking yeah, swinging at fucking. Thought about that Anderson or I whatever his name was. There's another list. guy that they almost got into it. Last night or two nights ago, a lot of NBA teammate fights going on in the world of thug life in the NBA. Um, thug life. Uh, it's it's a base of thugonomics. Life. Thugonomics. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, we got um, who? 
We got Martinville this weekend. I'm kind of woo. This fire burns always. <laughs> we got Martinville this weekend. It's on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed the night race in Martinsville, and you know, I know it wasn't a great. It was a terrible race last year, but 2021, I didn't think. I it was do like even that. remember the race last year. I remember William Byron won because y'all told me. <laughs> do you remember me being here at all? Yes, you were in your uniform still. I do remember that. You came from a side job because we had Bibles and beer that night. Yes. Rest in peace to that little shit. That really has been fun. I told you once we missed one, one or two, it was going to be over. And I was right. Like, if we miss a couple episodes of this podcast, it ain't going to happen again. <laughs> so, um, but now I, I do remember you coming. Hello. <laughs> Pause. Coming, coming from work. And uh, I was hammered. I think I was hammered before you got here. Shout out, Josh. That's the reason why I was hammered. But no, I do remember a little bit of it. Not a lot. I remember Chase Elliott was leading a lot of the race, so he got a speaking penalty or something. Or had a bad pit stop, one or the other. Should have probably won the race, had the best car. But I mean, you couldn't pass last year anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. But um, I remember it was a terrible race last year. 2021 wasn't that bad. But uh, 2022 was bad. But I wish it was a Saturday night race again. Seeing the, this package at Richmond two weeks ago, I thought it was a pretty damn good race. I wish we'd see a night race at uh, Richmond, but uh, or Martinsville. I, well, I like to see a night race at Richmond as well, but um, what do you expect to uh, Martinsville this weekend? Well, they're going to turn left. They're going to do it 500 times. Actually, I know they're going to do it a thousand times. <laughs> 800 times to 400 miler. Oh, that's right. So, um, yeah. The guy that does it the fastest is going to win. But, uh... You think it'll be better than last year's races? Yes, definitely. No downforce in these cars. Uh, they're going to have a less grip. I think it's going to be a little bit warmer since it's a day race, so it's going to be a little bit more slippy, a little bit more slidey. So, uh, I think a forward's going to win it. Hopefully, the 17 or the 6. This one of the 53. I don't think I've ever seen you this tired before. I'm drunk. And drunk, too. I'm drunk. I don't think I've ever seen you this drunk on this podcast. I've seen you drunker in real life. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> Tell I, me I, why. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I'm drunk. <laughs> like I'm drunk. I don't know what it is. God damn it, sir. Well, get the southern accent. You're from Colorado. <laughs> You're not southern. Damn it. You're not. Get it out. I am. I was born in Anderson, South Carolina. <laughs> to be a foul. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, to be fair, guys, I am drunk. <laughs> now I, uh, I did, I did not get much sleep last oh, night. Oh shit! I woke up, went to work early. <sighs> I ain't had a lot to eat, and I've been drinking since like four, and it's midnight. So <laughs> it was went from five to four now. <laughs> 
Exactly. You started drinking when you woke up this morning. It was actually like six. So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm tired, drunk, but I'm a combination of yeah. everything. Anyway, um, I'm gonna win him off her. Okay, all right, there, brother. God damn, you from fucking the hick town in fucking Darlington, South Carolina. Wake me up when you get done with this. <laughs> you, I've already done that. You can't do that. Martinsville preview, baby. I think it's going to be a pretty good race. <laughs> um, day race, be slipping and sliding a little bit. Hopefully, it'll be a little, little I think heat I said in the track. Same shit. I'm agreeing with you. It, uh, I think you'll have some comers and goers Hell. like you did at Richmond. Maybe not quite as much at Richmond because Richmond's more of a you can use multiple lines at Richmond. You get a certain line going, your cars work a certain way. You can uh, get to the front, pass some guys pretty quickly at Richmond. Martinsville, you know, it's bottom feeding. Got to have a good uh, car, uh, good good drive off off the corner. You got to be able to hit the gas in the center of the corner and uh, get that good acceleration off. And these next gen cars, you got these big ass tires that uh, good cars be able to do that. Most cars be able to do that. So uh, that's the only fear I have is Martinsville is not a track that these cars with these big ass tires should work at. So that's my only fear. Last year's spring race sucked. The fall race was better, but not great. No tire fall off at all. No, hardly any tire fall off at all until, what, fucking 89 laps in the fall race. He had no in, in the spring race. So hopefully Goodyear brings a tire that is wearable, uh, that wears a decent amount. I'm not asking you run five laps and you got a pit. So I'm not expecting that just because these tires are too big. But I'm hoping a, a tire, the tire wears a decent amount and you have driver etiquette you know if you fuck up a corner you're going to pay for it instead of just grabbing a gear and shifting it back and taking off off the off the exit so i think it'll be a better race than both the races last year um and we'll just have to see martinsville's top five track for me uh, these cars last year did not run well at it but uh hopefully it'll be better than last year's i think it will yep <laughs> nah i agree it uh yeah, yeah. It should be better than last year's, but uh, you never know. Anyways, my my prediction because I've won one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. Surprised you can count that. Uh, uh don't ask me to count to seven. Seven. <laughs> uh, my 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 prediction for who's going to win this race in Martinsville this weekend. Is going to go to a guy that got. He's been doing okay this year. I'll say that. He um, he's not been the fastest. Thank God, I've already won. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Who are you picking? I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> go ahead. So I'm I'm not picking Denny Hamlin. I'm not picking Christopher Bell. I'm not picking any Toyota driver. Um, I would love to pick Truex or Hamlin, but I've already picked Truex and Hamlin once this year, and I want to save him for later in the year. Um, I'm going to go with a Ford, like you said. Now, I say that he's done okay because he had a shitty race at Bristol Dirt this weekend. A terrible race. But Martinsville, we've seen what he had to do in the past to win this race. Not this exact race. Joseph Logano. Joey Logano is going to win this fucking race. This good pick. This way in. He was on my list. You've been thinking about him? I've been thinking about him. Gay. <laughs> and his hair. 
<laughs> that fake hair. Yes, sir. Luckily, uh, he's not going to win. Tell me who. You remember how I said a Ford was going to win? You're not picking Brad Keselowski, are you? I lied. It's going to be a Chevrolet, and his name is Willis Byron the Third Jr. You've already picked him once. I don't give a goddamn. No, I don't think yeah. I don't give a goddamn. I should have picked goddamn fucking <laughs> the winner of this week's race, but somebody said, "Oh, you already picked him. You shouldn't pick him. You shouldn't have picked him. You already picked him. Don't pick him yet. You've already won with that guy. Don't pick him again." Didn't you say that last week? So fuck you. I did, but you could have said fuck it. William Byron the third junior is going to win this week. Uh, He won this race last year. Uh, He's been the fastest car on average all year. Um, Yeah, there's really let's say he's probably going to qualify second or third. He's probably going to run second or third all day. So um, he definitely going to outrun Joseph Logano. Not really been historically that consistent. No, I'll give you that. At, Joey's uh, either been really good at Rich or Bristol at or, Brist- or at Martinsville. Martinsville, or he's so, been pretty uh, bad. I give uh, you that. You know, he's definitely fast, but I, you know, I just don't see him being the leader of all the Fords. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think the old two four is gonna get me back on the uh, back on the offensive. Choosing a Chevy to get back, get back on the board, you piece yeah, of shit. Well, they're you cheating. fucking cheater. As you can see they've been cheating, so they've been fast. <laughs> so, um, picking the old two four this week. Hopefully, uh, he'll get her done for me. Hopefully, he'll finish third and behind the seventeen and the six. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, that's a good pick. I mean, I. I'm still. I probably should pick Byron because uh, I thought you were his, pick his, historically. Past couple of years, Byron has been really good in the early part of the season, and then kind of started struggling down the stretch. And I haven't picked him once this year. But I, that's something about Joey, man. He had a shitty week. Usually, when Joey has a bad week, like a really bad week, he'll uh, he'll bounce back and have a really good week the the next week. And uh, that's what I'm predicting. <sighs> um. Flat track, Martin. So he's either hit or miss. So uh, we'll just have to see. But I think those are both very. I mean, and these these guys finished first, and second in this, in this race last year. William Byron, Joe Logano. So mm. I think yeah, I think we're on to something. What happened, to Darlington? <laughs> that twenty-two one. <laughs> Should have got penalized if we're going off of. Uh, I wrecked them on purpose. Yeah, pretty much. But, Go Cox. But uh, <laughs> yeah, thank y'all for listening to episode fifty-three of the Highline. We'll get this uh, out to you Monday night. Uh, I'm not getting it out tonight on Sunday night because I can go to work in the morning. I start machines up. I have a good old time that way. I work all week, but I got my week off after I get through with this weekend and uh, or this week's work, and I'll get to enjoy uh, Martinsville on Sunday. Y'all tune in. I'm sure it's about three thirty. Y'all follow us on Instagram at the Highline Official. Straight flexing. TikTok at the Highline Podcast. Pot de Molly on YouTube at the Highline. And tell Woo. your family and friends. And enemies. And enemies. To tell yeah, tell us. Tell just just tell them. Just listen to this motherfucker. Well, just listen to it. Yeah, yeah, let's do the whole damn thing. Let's do a couple minutes. And then you get it. Once we get views in this motherfucker, we can get some sponsors in this bitch and we can make some money. And then we can really do some work. Do some damage. We can get our own studio. What do you think about that, boy? You want, new, you want our own studio? We've already got our own studio. Hey, you like a long and wide one? Or a long and narrow one? Or a I'm fat more, and short I'm one? I'm more of a fat and short kind of guy. 
<laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Go Tigers. Go Cox. Fuck Clemson. Go Cox. <laughs>